Welcome to the Bedpost Podcast. I, of course, am your host, Aaron Pym, and what I like to do here on the pod is bring fun and sexy people into the studio to have sexual conversations with me, and today I'm very excited to welcome someone back, 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 back again wow. to the podcast. <laughs> wow. Whoa. Whoa, yeah, this is my second appearance. Yes, Eggy Panda, everybody, Eggy Panda. Mm-hmm. Hello, hello, how are you? Formerly Versace La Bismalva, I believe that we used that name on the last podcast. We but, did. Uh, we yeah, did. And yeah. We, we got you into the studio when we were filming, oh so gosh. it's like a fancy studio. It was, yeah, it was yeah. just like real radio and, you know, it just it did. reminded <laughs> me of much the more old legitimate. times. <laughs> oh, it just reminds me of the old times, the before times, you know, oh my BC God. before COVID. Um. <laughs> exactly. I'm like... We used to we used to use microphones that other people have used. That other people have used. Oh my god, never again first of all. That's that's changing. That I will forever be bringing my own microphone mm-hmm. to anything else I host now. That's mm-hmm. like that's a given. But also like I think about things like bowling where yeah. like you stick your fingers in a inside thing. a ball that like thousands of other people have stuck their fingers wild. in. And then you'll use those same hands to eat your food. <laughs> <laughs> Completely. So, okay, just so, so people, if they haven't watched so you that other episode. who I am. <laughs> yes, so you have given to me a uh, disabled content creator, but we also yes. did say behind the scenes that you are basically like the Swiss, Swiss army knife of people. <laughs> I, it's, you do it, was it all. A title, it was a title bestowed upon me last year when like I started talking. So last year during the Panini, I started doing my own Twitch stream. I'm finally live doing my own thing. Um, on the internet again yay. Um, yay I do many things on that stream I read tarot I do long conversations about how much capitalism sucks I uh, DJ I screen movies I do and so like people who got to know me through Twitch started being like is there anything that you can't do truly and I'm like, honestly, like, aside from drive, which legally I cannot, um, yeah, no, I'm like, what do you need me to do? Because if I don't <laughs> know how to do it, I can probably learn really easily. Like, yeah, it's just kind of always been my nature. And it's kind of just the nature of being a cripple is that, like, you have to be that way. You have to be adaptable. You have to be flexible. You have to be able to learn how to do things on the fly. Because the entire world is basically blocked off for you unless you do know how to do that. Yeah. So survival um, skills. It is. It's a, it's a survival skill. And like I joke about, yeah, I'm I'm a jack of all trades. I'm a Swiss Army knife. But like it was a necessary thing. And I I'm not saying this as a bad thing ever because like obviously we need people like me in this world. But mm-hmm. also like. Man, just make things easier on cripples. Like, yeah, would you? Could you? Just a little bit. Just a tiny, just just maybe some ramps instead of stairs in parks. Like, why do they build stairs? Yeah, why are even stairs a thing? In a park. Like, in a park. You know, like, ah. I th- things I think about. Anyways. So who I am, yes, is Aggie Panda, the the magnificent, the god, <laughs> the, the glorious, the I've, almighty. Like I've, I, I, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. all. Yeah. <laughs> that's, all of those really things. Um, and like on top of that, I'm obviously I identify as disabled. Um, I'm also asexual. 
I'm also discovering recently that I may also be aromantic. Um, but not in the sense that I don't, like, have romantic feelings. It's that I just don't have discernible feelings between, like, what is a friendship and what is a romance. Mm-hmm. And I think it also ties into my asexuality because asexuality to me isn't that I don't like sex. It's that I don't have sexual attraction to people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think and, that's the place to maybe start this conversation exactly. for people that hear asexual and don't and kind of assume they know what it means like, oh, you don't like sex or you don't have sex. Exactly. And so like and that's the other thing is that people just people do assume and that this is the other thing is that asexual can mean that you don't have sex or you Certainly. don't like the yeah. scientific the scientific definition of asexuality is that you reproduce by splitting. Like, you reproduce by splitting, by symbiosis. Um, So if we're going by scientific definitions, I'm still not asexual. Like, I'm, like, I I can't, I can't, I mean, maybe I could. I don't know. If you tried real hard, maybe. The technology, like, maybe if I cut off my arm and, like, put it in a Petri dish with some stem cells, maybe it would do a thing. I don't know. Um... But, so that said, yeah, the def the, the definition, the, yeah, the word asexual, it's like huge fucking spectrum. Yeah, it conjures image to mind to a lot of people that it's somebody that is like either frigid or like, and that's even a loaded fucking word because yes. like Ooh, that's fuck, a misogynistic like, uh, yeah, word there. Yeah, um, yeah, because like fuck like people saying that sex is part of human nature. Like obviously, like pleasure is part of a of human nature sure. um and like reproduction is part of human nature if you want to that's a decision you can make that's a great part of being human is that 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 is a decision you can make but sex does not have to be a part of that yeah and and like also i think another big thing that people have have don't don't really understand and don't really like comprehend is actually what our definition of sex is mm that's another thing yes exactly like piv so, sex is right like, like is is it is it penetration is it yeah piv is it like is it just genitalia is it genitalia to mouth is it like there's so many things that like is it kink like straight up no genitalia just kink like is that sex and some people would say yeah it is Mm -hmm. and some people would be like well no because there's no penetration there's no pnv uh, pnv and like we have to like it's that it's the same thing i say about everything we have to stop looking and looking at everything in terms of black and white it either is or it isn't it's good or it's bad it's yes or it's no it's this or it's that literally everything comes on a scale yeah. And not even a scale, but, like, a circular spectrum mm-hmm. that, like, is covered in multitudes of points. Yeah. So, yeah, totally. <laughs> wow, I'm going to get real philosophical here. And this is why doing dabs during a podcast is a bad idea. Um, <laughs> I love it. I encourage pardon it. Pardon me. I encourage I enc- it. I encourage it as well. Um, you know, you did it, inform me, and I was it like, makes yes. me It makes me a better person. <laughs> I will say that. But really, like, again, so it comes, so when I say I am asexual, and I'll bring it back, I'll bring my ADHD brain back down to the exact right place that it needs to be. <laughs> when I say that I am asexual, it means, what that means to me yeah. is that when I look at a person, I don't, like, immediately go I would like to rub my junk against their junk I (laughs) when I look at a person or assess if I want to be in a relationship with a person or assess if I want a person to be in my life my attraction to them is generally based on um either an emotional bond or like sometimes I sometimes aesthetics makes me want to talk to somebody but like very rarely like sometimes I will look at a person and be like that is an acute person an attractive person I want to be their friend mm-hmm. like mostly that happens with like fems and thems um got, not gonna <laughs> lie like that's that's the like that's the like big queer energy for me mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. 
but like any anything else like all, most of my attraction model is based off of an emotional attraction to yeah. somebody and so like and that can look different for anyone and well I, and and, and know, i was if, gonna say yeah if the person wants to talk about their aceness then you know to be for the person to say i oh i'm ace or i'm asexual and then you know, rather than just assume you know what that means, if the other person is interested in having this conversation with you, be like, oh, what does asexual mean to you? What does your aceness feel like to you? And you'll get a different answer every time. Exactly. It's, uh, it's, and it's, and being ace is a beautiful thing, (laughs) I think, because, um, and it's, it's funny, I found um, the perfect meme showed up across my fucking uh, Instagram the other day and it was like literally it's the top of the meme says sex and uh, sex and romance and love are just part of human nature and then underneath it's I think it's two people from uh, the Emperor's New Groove if I recall is the movie <laughs> yeah and it says asexuals and aromantics and it's the, the, the caption is it's, it's tough being a god <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, this is, this is just me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Like Mm -hmm. actually, because especially after discovering that I'm also, that I, and I was going to say the lead into the aromanticism is, is that because my attraction is based on emotional bonds with people, I become very attracted to my friends. Mm -hmm. And that's where I'm like, I cannot differentiate those feelings. And so it's not that I'm, maybe it's not that I'm aromantic. Maybe it's that I'm hyper romantic because of this like Mm -hmm. uh, attraction model. I don't know. I don't know what to call it. I don't like, like I generally don't even label my relationships. I don't like, I don't. That's very interesting that you're bringing up the um, kind of inability to perceive the differences between these types of feelings towards other people i had cody crane on the podcast a little while ago i yes. believe near the beginning of the uh, uh the panini pan, the the panini, panini press mm-hmm. um and he was kind of talking about this in a similar way he's like i will literally like i'll be dating someone you know and yeah. then i'll like meet a new friend or something and like feel the same way about this new this person that I've right? met like, once or twice or three times that I'm I like, do with my long-term partner he's like I just I just feel the same way like and I like, don't exactly it's hard and to it's tell not, you know and it's not that it's like and it's not even that it's like I it's like an obsessive thing or it's that uh like it's literally that I connect with people in a certain way and if that connection happens fast then it like it's it's a meaningful connection yeah like, not to say it's the, not meaningful exactly yeah no exactly like and that's the thing it's like people assume that oh you've only known somebody for a few months or a few days even then you can't have a meaningful connection with them but like if you like I'm an open fucking book i like talk i will talk my ear off i'm autistic i will talk my ear off about anything you give me a topic that i know about i will never shut up info dumping is my love language that's why i asked you on the podcast i'm like yep, <laughs> it's, I'm, I'm, they will, I'm they a will walking i am a walking podcast i will like i Ooh, I, I, I want to do, you know, those parties that everybody always talks about. They want to throw those parties like and I know nobody's throwing parties at all because, again, we're in a panda enclosure, motherfuckers. It's yep. not over yet. Nope. They want to throw those parties where it's like you get a topic that you like you don't know or like you, you pull a topic out of a bowl or something or like, I don't know. I don't know. Or like you just have to make a presentation in 10 minutes or less or one of those things. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I want to do that, but I want to do all the presentations because I could do like, I'm, I'm a vast pit of knowledge. (laughs) I don't know how else to phrase that, but like, the reason people tune into my Twitch is because you literally never know what I'm going to talk about that day, and it's going to blow your mind, yeah, no matter what it is. Enli- like, it'll, it'll be enlightening, entertaining, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and you'll probably laugh a few times. Um, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, I, I just, it's, it, it, like, it's, it's just a matter of, you know, my brain, I, it, it my brain 
Wow, my brain thinks faster than I can speak sometimes, which is sometimes, which is really funny, because like I'll trip over my words because my brain is trying to race to the next thought, and I'm yes. like, stop! <laughs> That's the ADHD. That's the ADHD. Um, I want to circle back to this thing sure, that you yes. mentioned about uh, being aesthetically attracted to someone. Um, yes, I feel like so this like- came in. This came up on the Taryn episode a little bit. I had Taryn, who is an ace writer um, right. and sex toy reviewer on the pod recently. I, I believe this came up. I feel like um, I'm in the burlesque community. You yes. are in the burlesque community as well. Yes. I feel yes. like that's something that's very common. Not only this, like, just queer energy to, like, love everybody. Oh, but, my like, God, yeah. Also but- just this aesthetic attraction thing. Can you explain that a little bit more? People are really pretty. Yeah, just, like... Like, just... <laughs> everybody like everybody's so and they're just not even not even even in performance but just in life like just watching just I my I think my thing is and think the thing that attracts me the most to people aesthetically is when I watch somebody doing what they love to do Mm-hmm. That is attractive. and so burlesque. That was a, that was a big thing in burlesque because like watching performers do performances and do acts and do things that they love doing on stage. Like yeah. just my heart, my guts. And in fact, yesterday was actually the official fourth year. The for the 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 date of the it was four years ago yesterday that I performed at my first femme fatale show. And met my now like burlesque best friends, uh, uh, Imogen Quest and Zyra Lee Vanity. So yes, love both those um, people. If oh. also you know I have been bedpost performers several times yep, over podcast yep, guests yep. as well. Yes, yes, yeah, I approve. Yep, I approve yep. of this um, message. <laughs> and I also still currently work with uh, Imogen. We do a monthly uh, online clown burlesque show. Uh, that is not stopping because just because the world seems to be opening up, but we are booked out all the way to October right now. So it is the third Monday of every month. Just you can find the zoom link in my bio. You can find the support link in my Instagram bio. It's always there. Um, we do. Yeah. Every month. It's such a wild show. It's so much fun. And, like, the online format, you know, means that you don't have to be cute. You don't have to put your makeup on. You don't have to put on heels. You can come to our show in your pajamas. You don't have to turn your camera on if you don't want to. We do love it when you do, especially if you have pets and you want to show us your pets. But... (laughs) Come to the CKE show. This, the moral of this story is come to the CKE show. Show us your pets. That's, that's it. Love it. Um, but yeah, um, aesthetic attraction is literally, I think, I think it falls into the like watching people do what they love. Like one of my absolute favorite people in the world right now is a DJ on Twitch. And um, yeah, I'm very attracted to him because I like started watching him like long in the beginning of the Panini and just watching him DJ because it was what he loved doing. Yeah, I think I feel this way for Mark Rebier, oh. who is a DJ who oh, started. Oh, yeah, the, 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 the singer, the guy, the Luke guy, the, wake Daddy. the fuck up. Yeah, 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 I love I love him. He's yeah. fucking hilarious. Yes. Um I feel the same actually I feel the same way about another musician very similar Young Skirt. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've heard of I, Young Skirt. I've not. He is he's very similar to Mark Ribelay um in the sense that he does a lot of these like comedy-esque songs yeah. but also does a lot of really fun like good serious beautiful like float beats and stuff and he's gonna get he's probably gonna be mad that i'm like talking about him on the <laughs> podcast he's gonna be like Aggie, what the fuck um, <laughs> but young skirt uh i have a major platonic crush on young skirt actually just from like watching him do, do what his he thing. does on he does it on Twitch. He builds his beats and he like plays with loops and he opens Pokemon cards on Twitch and Love like it. just like the biggest fucking crush because I just like watching him do what he loves to fucking do and it makes me happy. Yeah, like, an attraction develops. It's, 
Yeah, exactly. And it's like not even a, it doesn't have to be sexual. It doesn't have to be romantic. It's an attraction. And it's like, hi, I like I'm going to find my way into your life somehow and be your friend now. Yeah. And be That's your supporter it. and be and your, yeah, yeah, exactly. I will watch your thing every week. Your, your oh stream my gosh. every week. I will. Yeah. Or like or or whatever. Like we just <laughs> I, we exchanged. We, uh, it's funny because like he was encouraging me the other day to like download some um some like programs because I want to learn how to make beats myself so he even he was like you know what no that's awesome you should like you should he was he was like responding to my messages about because I was like what got you into beat making like what how do you how did you get so good at it and he's like man just practice like just keep doing it just keep fucking around keep making bad beats because eventually you'll make good beats and I'm like man that is like literally the best advice like I've Wow. That's great <laughs> advice for doing anything, you know. Literally anything. You have to make something bad before before something, yeah, will ha- work. I'm a double Virgo and I'm saying that. Like I'm literally the like I don't the I don't person. put <laughs> shit out into the world unless it's perfect and like nah, I'm even saying, you know what? Keep fucking up because you can fuck up in private. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Exactly. You don't have to show everybody your fuck up. Just keep fucking up. <laughs> just as yeah. long as you do, yeah. <laughs> just, just keep doing it. Just keep fucking up, and then, and then once you get past the fuck up, or like you feel like you get past the fuck up, then you like share it with a few people, right? And you're like, okay, here's where I'm at, and then they're like, okay, yeah, you're past the fuck up, yeah. you know. And then that's when you share, like, learning experiences. Yeah, I yep. did the same thing with my own DJing. I only just started DJing um, during the Panini. Congrats. Thank you. Um, and now I've had like people be like, wow, I thought you've been DJing for years. And I'm like, oh, no. Oh, <laughs> no, like, no, no. No, no, no. It's just, it's just, just me getting on Twitch and practicing and fucking up and like making up transitions as I go. And like. Hmm. That's amazing. My brother's you know? a DJ. He streams like twice or three times a week i think what on on twitch uh yeah dj galleon i'll send oh shit yeah please send me yeah please send me his link because i am if he's still streaming i'm down to find i'm good because i'm down to find because so many djs have abandoned twitch recently that uh, that's a whole other line of ableism we'll talk about on another show but (laughs) however we will get into disability the intersection of asexuality and disability we certainly will get into that but before but before getting on to that i want to um i just want to say like uh when you mentioned at the beginning about you know sexuality and attraction being people think about it in a very black and white way you know what i mean so this thing like to feel aesthetic attraction towards someone like I'm sure as we're talking about it a lot of people who are listening are like oh yeah I feel that I know what that feeling is I have felt that you know what I mean so I feel like that's a really kind of relatable place to talk about aceness and how and and how it how I'm people don't consider often don't consider me ace because I because I enjoy sex right or... yeah okay so let's yeah. get into this some you know some of the like how you how you manifest your aceness I'll, I'll say it's literally what it's it looks literally like for that you. I don't have a sexual attraction to people unless I'm already like very emotionally attached to them mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. but on the flip side of that. I can also just have sex with anybody because of that, because I don't think about my attraction to per- people sexually. Like, it, it made it really easy to do sex work, actually. Yes, I was going to bring that up. I'm like, we talked about because you being an ace sex ace worker, sex last, worker time. last time. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so here it is. Yeah, so that actually was an advantage for you. Uh, yeah, you absolute. Like. Absolutely an advantage, because I it doesn't matter to me if you are attractive if you have a certain type of genitalia if you are you know xyz if you're overweight underweight if you're disabled if you're i can and will enjoy sex with you if the circumstances are appropriate right like if it's consensual if i feel safe if i of course uh yeah like all of the circumstances have to be in in the in in play for me to enjoy it but like yeah like Uh, somebody somebody the way somebody looks or even like somebody's personality even isn't a factor to me when it comes to having sex with them 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think this is kind of a, a thing that people misunderstand about aceness, um, that they just assume sex is about one thing, again, with a black and white kind of exactly, thinking of like... sex, right? But think about all the reasons you have sex. There are, you know, there are many reasons, dozens, hundreds, one. you know, for some people that really contemplate it and kind of uh, want to articulate, you know, all the reasons they have sex. There are lots of reasons. Attraction is one of the reasons. So yes. aceness is like more about attraction than it is all the other reasons one might have exactly. sex. Would you say that? Yeah, I would definitely say that. Yeah, because I think a lot of people think that aceness um and like, again, it comes back down to like, I hate the word frigid, but they think of people who are ace as people who either don't enjoy sex and people who are ace can be people who don't enjoy sex. But really what it comes down to, especially for me, is just the attraction models. Mm-hmm. And I, my attraction model, I, like I, this was a big thing to sit with actually during the Panini um, was my attraction models and why I like why I choose the people that I choose and what like what type of people I want in my life going forward, I think is a very big thing that I like sat with during the Panini. I think yeah, um, important stuff. We should all do that. Yeah, I think that everybody should have we should done all that. Sit with that, yeah. And I think everybody should have done that. I think they gave us the the universe get, even gave us time <laughs> to do that, and people still didn't. Act, <laughs> people actively chose to ignore the voices inside their head, and I mean, like that's fair. Trauma is real, and yeah. like people are afraid to confront change because they think that their complacency is happiness but i'm here to tell you that you're gonna be way happier if you let go of all of those fucking like expectations that everybody else puts on you yeah yeah literally and that's literally what it comes down to like i i had come out as asexual in my 20s i i think the very first time i had learned the word asexual was in like ghost world or something and like (laughs) yeah i was i was like interesting you know that's a thing that people can be and then I like looked it up because like it was the early 2000s. The internet still existed, maybe not to the capacity that it does now, but like 20 years ago, the internet existed. <laughs> just um, barely, but, but yes. Just barely, but like it existed. <laughs> and so I like looked up what asexuality meant and like found a bunch of like, you know, like message boards and old websites and stuff. And be, chat being rooms. Like, it, yeah, chat room. Literally AOL chat rooms yeah, where I would yeah. talk to people who identified as asexual and they would be like, yes, I, I, this is what it means to me and this is what it means to me. And like, it's wild to me to like look up at the past few years of like queer discourse on the internet. Mm-hmm. Especially consider like it, like especially considering I'm considered a queer elder and an internet elder at this point. Like, mm-hmm. I look at these we're, like we're old. Ooh, we're old. Oh, I mentioned like I said something about like MIRC the other day, and like and people were like, "What?" <laughs> not even no, it wasn't even that. It was it was my friend. I have a friend who's like 21, Aaron. Yeah. I have a friend who's like 21 a baby. and I so a baby. A baby. <laughs> and I played I played Touch It by Buster Rhymes in my nice, DJ nice, set, nice, nice, right? Nice. And he goes, "Isn't this that TikTok song?" Aww. But I mean good that you I like that TikTok is, you know, ex- I like that TikTok is exposing people to yeah. music that they otherwise wouldn't, wouldn't have, have heard, heard, but yeah. also But also oh please no, don't oh call no, no. It the TikTok song. <laughs> <laughs> like I remember I I know how my mom felt now when I like discovered her Duran Duran records and was like <laughs> this old music is so great. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. Fuck. Uh... But the queer discourse like the most recent 
queer discourse is that like ace ace doesn't belong in the like it's so fucking weird to hear people say things like aces don't belong in the community or like like don't use queer that's the big that's another big one i see that comes up a lot is don't don't use queer queer. oh my god that's a turfism by the way it's a big turf dog whistle uh if you hear somebody say that you shouldn't use queer um yeah uh the internet is a wild fucking place um yeah, especially during pride everyone's got their fucking opinions oh, about who kink, belongs that, who like, doesn't god that kink of pride discourse again again kink at pride discourse a huge turf dog whistle yes definitely huge 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 turf dog whistle um yeah. and like What's scary is like, and this is now my ADHD brain going from attraction models into like queer discourse because I often get told I'm not told, but like I often feel like I'm not queer enough because of my attraction models. Um, But like uh, the amount of turfs, man, like what happened? Like I I thought we like... I thought we like thought we were this. on. I thought we were past good... this. Yeah, I thought we were past <laughs> this. Like the UK really like Oof, yeah. the UK really like bolstered that movement, and I don't know how that was a lot of. I mean, J.K. Rowling and like... I mean, yeah, that. Ugh, but yeah, Ugh, yes, yeah, yeah. Happily... Things I've been thinking about. Yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> Things that were very prominent online in the online past. Online in the past Threatching. few years. Yeah. Few yeah months and like i i i you know i just can we just again it's all about i'm just gonna bring this up one more time i'm gonna say stop and i know it's really difficult because we all want love and we all want you know acceptance and we all want community community but stop um letting other people's expectations of you rule what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, I have found, and this is my life advice for everybody ever and in the history of ever, is that the more authentically you become yourself, uh, the more the universe will remove people who had bad intentions for you. take a moment to talk about our lovely sponsors shall we first of all oasis aqua lounge is a water themed sex club located right here in toronto at 231 mutual street oasis is inclusive of all genders and orientations and is shame free when it comes to pleasure and play check them out at their website oasisaqualounge.com Unicorn Collaborators is the local leather business of two queer unicorns. They specialize in luxurious and colorful harnesses for all body types, and even craft non-conventional ones for your thigh, fist, or foot. Check them out at their Etsy shop under Unicorn Collaborators. Lovecrafters Toys is a non-gendered fantasy sex toy line that makes weird and wonderful dildos in the shape of tentacles, unicorn horns, mermaid tails, and more. Their high-quality silicone is hand-poured right here in Toronto. Check out their Etsy shop at Lovecrafters Toys. ComeAsYouAre.com is a trans-owned, trans-operated sex shop that also happens to be feminist and anti-capitalist. They carry only the best sex toys and want to give you the best price possible. Next time, use the coupon code BEDPOST, that's B-E-D-P-O-S-T, when checking out at ComeAsYouAre.com. How do you soothe yourself when you're reading all this, you know, shitty queer discourse? And... Um, How do you remind yourself that you are queer enough? Oh, that's a really good question, especially considering I like I haven't had other human contact in the, over yeah, a year. Especially like, without, like... yeah, especially without that. How do you how do you manage to do that? I mean, I look around my fucking apartment and I look at <laughs> I look around my wild ass apartment. <laughs> pink, panda, like every single, like, like, I'm, I don't have to let anybody else's definition of queer define how my queer is. That's just it. Like, it's letting go of those other people's expectations, right? Of what I should be. 
And guess what? I don't give a fuck what you think I should be. That's so funny that you mentioned, I look around my house, you know, I look around my apartment. That's such an awesome metaphor for what you do. Like you look, you look, you know, at your own house. At my own space. Rather than people outside, you know, I look internally. I look at myself. Things, you know, the things I have accumulated, the the gifts I have received over time from people I love that yeah. remind me are queer, like that I am queer, you know, the but like, like the nuggets, the memories, the nuggets the, of like learning yep. experiences. Yeah, the, exactly. You know, all of your accumulative, my own things. Yes, it's that. It's it's that, and like I obviously still seek external validation. Um, everybody does. Of it's course. a human need. It's literally a human need. But a great thing that I learned over the Panini is how to, once you receive that validation, use it as logical evidence Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that you are loved, that you are cared for, that you are, you know, like, um, I'm a former, I'm a... I'm I'm a former borderline personality disorder, and I say that as... um, it was my diagnosis when I was 16, but I was awfully misdiagnosed and I'm actually autistic and it took them 20 years to figure that shit out. Uh, and unfortunately in that 20 years of telling me I had BPD every day of my life for 20 years, I took on maladaptive coping mechanisms because BPD, when you, when people tell you, you have BPD, BPD means you're manipulative. It means you're, you know, it means you're this. It means you're that. And I'm like, well, I'm none of these things. But, like, if you keep telling me. Yeah, that's going to inform your self-image and how you go through life. Yeah. Exactly. And so, you know, like, I took on splitting as a maladaptive coping mechanism to the point where, like, when I'm angry at someone, I will go hunting for evidence that they're a bad person. Like, it's really bad. It's really difficult. The intrusive thoughts are awful. Like, it's... However, circling back to what brought this up was the fact that when I don't feel enough, when I don't feel good enough or I don't feel valid or I'm feeling, you know, frustrated with the state of, like, like, let's face it, I'm a cripple and the world showed their entire ass yes. with how they treat and care about cripples this year and the answer to that is they don't. They literally don't give a fuck. Um, and, you know, when I'm starting to feel that way, like, looking inwards, looking at my things, looking at my own world that I have built... That I have, that that's the thing. Like, I have built this space. I have created this space in myself that no one else can take from me. No one else can invalidate this space as long as I I continue to recognize that I have built this space. Mm -hmm. It is for me. I have surrounded myself with people who are important and who are who pour love into me even when I when I feel invalid and when I feel basically like like the world's worst cripple you know like as a disabled person your value is often often tied to your basically to your capitalism yeah your Um, productivity yeah and like I'm not I'm not productive I don't put anything into the world um I say that, and then everybody and then who listens, and then You're everybody who listens to this will be like, "Eggy, shut the fuck up! You put so much into this world that exactly. like you don't even know." But like, that's that internalized ableism. That's a hundred percent that, that, 100% that those internalized thoughts. Um, yeah, of exactly. Your work. And so you have to be able to look at your own world and your own things and your own validation and of course the other side of that is is like i say because we all retire external validation is surrounding yourself with those people who are willing to give you the external validation yeah yes certainly and, and well like, with gusto every time and with, exactly and yeah. like and like of course people and and this is where it comes to the bpd thing the bpd thing will always make me angry because like a i was misdiagnosed and that fucked me up for a really long time a lot of like even medical doctors would not treat me wow. because i had bpd on my file it was so fucked but 
the other thing about BPD is that a lot of the things that we do is we like make passive aggressive comments or we like post things online and expect people to read into them. But here's the other thing that I learned. You can't fucking do that. People aren't ri mind readers. If you need something from somebody, ask. Ask. Yeah. Just straight up ask. And like again, it comes back down to that like stop being afraid of like thinking that people are going to judge you or people are judging you or people are or you're needy or you're, you know. Of course you're needy. Yeah. Everybody's needy though. Yeah. Like people have needs. You yeah. have needs. You need things. We need water to survive. We need a, a roof over our head. You need eight hugs a day for health apparently. I that's probably why I'm so sick. <laughs> yeah. Um I got to up my hug intake. I got to up my hug. That's oh, wow. Damn. <laughs> That's a tweet. Can I get a doctor prescription? <laughs> I actually, you know what? It's really funny that I say this because I literally, so I actually have a, a friend who did have the, um, the privilege to isolate and is currently like isolating, uh, before coming to see me in a week and a half. That's um, lovely. and, but he's in New York. Mm -hmm. So we had to apply with my doctor to get him into the country. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he's not a, he's not a permanent resident or, um, sure. or a, a, a citizen here. So, and travel is still, res still restricted. And like, these are things that I didn't know. Cause I assumed that travel wasn't restricted because I like keep seeing all of these stories of people traveling in Canada. Yeah. But like, no, nah, we went to look it up and like, we had to like apply and we had to get my doctor to sign a, a thing to say that like he is coming across to help support me mm -hmm. um, medically because yeah, I haven't had a hug in with over hugs. a year. And <laughs> with literally, eight, eight like, hugs a day. <laughs> literally like she, she wrote me a prescription for hugs oh, essentially. Like, I love this doctor. <laughs> and she was, she like, she, she was hesitant because like, you know how doctors are with with people like like if you if she hasn't met she hasn't met him right like right. she's had phone conversations with him because he's called like my doctor's office on my behalf several times like but yeah he, she's like uh and i'm like just sign the paper please just, please. just, just i need please. my hugs this is he's he's the only person i know with the privilege to be able to isolate and shit like yeah. please please so and we were talking about this a bit pre-recording as well, that, you know, people are thinking, like, people are trying to book you, you know? And you're people. like, you're like, no, pandemic's not over. But yet, if you have the privilege to isolate for two weeks beforehand... Yeah, if you have the privilege to isolate for two weeks and, and be want my client, to book me. Like <laughs> I'm happy to take you as my client right now. Uh, my rates have increased, of course, because it's a panini oh, and they I'm high be demand. A premium. Yeah. Yes. Um, yes. But yeah, like if you have the privilege, like if you work from home and you can isolate for two weeks and you would like to book with me, I may start taking bookings in August. I think I'm thinking that's mm. probably. I'll see how the numbers go as well because that's the big thing is Always. that we're, we're currently watching uh we're about i would say three weeks behind the uk uh and they just had a giant spike so so yeah there you go yeah it's not over yet let's not we ain't out we ain't out the word woods 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 woods, woods work hard words work yet. yeah yeah we ain't out that yet. Yeah, because nope. Delta is a whole thing you mentioned also. Lambda. Yeah, yeah. There's another one. It's called Lambda. It yeah. has not yet landed in North America as far as I know, but it has taken over Peru um, and a few other countries so as their variant of people, concern. Everybody, but all, but especially immunocompromised people. Keep your masks up, please. Like yeah. everybody. Keep everybody. doing all the things we've been doing. Oh it's gosh. working. Don't abandon it. It's like, working. Like don't. Like yeah. I keep hearing these stories because like the CDC and Health Canada have both been like, if you're fully vaccinated, you can ditch the mask. And I'm like, please stop. Please stop saying this. Please stop saying this because Delta is... Yeah, 
Like of all the can... times to finally listen to the CDC, it's like you only listen to the CDC if they're saying what you want that's, to do. You that's know what, what I, mean? I say. This whole that's... time they've been saying the opposite things that we've been doing. Like you know, government the the government has been enacting as Honestly. far as COVID goes. We've been doing that ass backwards thing, and then now yeah. you want to listen to the CDC when they oh, say of take it off. Of course you do. Of, of course, course of course, of course. Yeah, let me guess. You're um, not disabled. <laughs> let me no, just oh, make a course. wild accusation. <laughs> but, 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 but my mental health, Aaron, my mental health, I need to eat on a patio with 15 <laughs> other people and spit in their mouths and go to under bridge raves. Aaron, it's for my mental health. <laughs> I need to spit in other people's mouths. It's for my mental health. Is a brilliant. <laughs> I need to. <laughs> yeah it is interesting though um i'm back to in-person work it's all masks mask mandatory and we wow. do all the vex we do all the screening like as far yeah. as you know getting your vex and um doing all the things temperature check and sanitizing upon yep. entering yep. all the yep. stuff you yep. know what i mean are you in uh you're in a space right now uh, yeah, ritual chamber. Yeah, yep. nice. In the yeah, I was mm-hmm. I was gonna say in the, back in the chambers. Yeah, okay. Yep, yep, yep. yep. So back nice, to doing nice. that. But yeah, it's interesting because I do also get the requests of people that are like, oh yeah, I want to gag on your feet and I want to do all this oral stuff, yeah. basically. And I'm like, mm, not yet. No, 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 nope, 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 nope. Like soon. We need to but... develop some like some sort of latex apparatus something right yeah right like if this goes on much longer i think we'll get some cool new kinky inventions to work around the 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 reintroduction of glory holes just (laughs) yeah surge if we could see like you know those covid charts where you can see if we could see a glory hole popularity chart (laughs) i honestly it would surge along with covid i think we could overlap glory there was glory glory holes and like uh peep show booths i'm like those are two things that need to come they need to come back they need to come back anyways i there was a bunch of strippers i think in seattle during covid who got a truck who had a peep show truck amazing yeah I'm like, this is... A food like, truck, but a peep show truck. A yeah, traveling it was, peep show. <laughs> I love it. It was, it was beautiful. I'm like, if you... Like, how are you... Like, this is the thing. Like, if we're talking about the people who suffered the worst during the pandemic, mm-hmm. disabled people are at the top of that list, and then sex workers are right, 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 right underneath it. And usually, the Venn diagram of that is a circle. So, mm-hmm. like... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a huge uh, intersection. Yeah, there's a huge intersection of disabled sex workers. And yeah, yeah, like the pandemic fucked us so bad um, because like you couldn't. What could you do in person? Like without risking your your life. Risk your safety. Risk your health. Risk your life. No. Very privileged to be able to continue to do. I mean, mean, it's interesting, isn't it? Because... Lots of people didn't want to Did. do in-person work, but had to, if you're yep. ne- you know, a necessity survival yeah, street survival. S- sex yeah. worker. So it's on one hand, you know, that's a very unprivileged part of the sex worker population to have to work through a pandemic. Yep. But on the other hand, it's like, okay, but disabled workers literally could not <laughs> could do not. that. Nope. Couldn't so even it's do like, that. Yeah, yep. sex so workers, it's... survival sex workers that had to work during the pandemic, like, were even more privileged than disabled in-person sex workers. Isn't, and isn't that wild? Wow. Like, isn't that wild yeah. to think about? Like, I, I hate to think about it because, like survival sex workers a i i love every single one of you i was one i i consider myself one still technically um because i'm on disability and that's the other thing is that a lot of disabled sex workers also didn't qualify for pandemic help oh yeah no not at all many many sex workers couldn't like, like and it's either couldn't qualify or didn't want to get on the grid for fear yep, for of whatever reason yeah exactly issues yep or so, and like yeah. and like and so few of us are on disability as well like it's just it's so for impossible the same yeah. yeah yeah 
it's so impossible to and like this is my like outreach offer that if you are a disabled sex worker and you in Ontario especially mm -hmm. and you would like to learn about like applying for disability and how to like avoid you know the income disparity um please 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 connect with me through instagram instagram is aggie underscore panda um because i am happy to help people navigate that to help them get onto disability so that at least you have a base of income yeah yeah because that was the only like i i keep a roof over your head I quit capitalism officially um, <laughs> two years ago now. Nice. And I, like I say that, but like I work freelance. Um, I quit being capitalism for other people officially two years ago and went full time freelance. Um, and I guess this is as good a time as any because we're nearing the end of our time as well to talk about that I've launched my Patreon. Yes, please do. Um, yes, yes, yes. What are we getting? And what, What's it about? So my, my Patreon is literally a deeply discounted way to hire me for any of the services that I provide awesome, so awesome. things like disability consulting uh, I can help you set up closed captions on your stream or videos I can edit videos for you I still do online sex work if you are interested in that nice. um, I like there is so many things to choose from again Swiss Army Knife Aggie um, <laughs> what's your pleasure yeah literally <laughs> like what do you need me to help you with like i, I am currently accommodate. <laughs> i'm currently on retainer to uh several people who i just download new music for them oh my god amazing love yeah, it so literally djs literally whatever so, yeah whatever you can dream up yeah where where like i am going i'm currently going through their like like saved playlists and like downloading songs for them so Amazing. that they have their new music. And at the same time, I also get to scam all the good songs that I like. So Ooh, like that one. Ooh, like yeah. That one. I like that one a lot. If you want me to download music for you, I will also make really good recommendations of music if in the genres that you like, because I like music and I love every genre of music. So I probably have heard things that you've never heard of and would share them with you gladly because i love sharing things <laughs> i think we're very um, similar in the way we're very resourceful in diversifying our income you know what i mean like just doing a million projects at once and all the little bits and pieces hey look at that it, it kind of adds up you know <laughs> it all it's and that's and you have to you, you do again, i think it's, you do. it's especially it's, as a sex worker right you can't put all your eggs in one basket because that might be completely fucked up, you know, one day. You wake oh, up I mean, and you don't have your We could OS talk about or... OnlyFans. Yeah, yeah, we could talk about how OnlyFans is driving sex workers off the site, which I called three <sighs> years ago when they started becoming more popular. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I never insane. had a... I never got an OnlyFans for that exact reason. I saw... That's why I I'm saw on Patreon. I'm on Patreon too. I saw the layout of their site... And I saw like the people who owned it yep. and I was like, oh, I'm never signing up for this unless I'm to support other people. I am never getting my own OnlyFans. Yeah. And I was right. I was right. Me too. I'm only yep. a purchaser on OF. Yep. 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 And yeah, now on Patreon. Um, Patreon is fun because like I love the like multiple levels and the like. You can literally offer nothing if you want. Like you certainly can. Yes. People that just want to give you money every month. Exactly. They're, those people exist. Like I tell I, I tell that to new podcasters all the time. I'm like, literally, you're putting in so many hours creating this free content every week or every month, however often you put it out. There are people that listen that are like, I want to pay you for I this content you, you're creating. I want to give you money. Yeah. You there are, are people owed my money. <laughs> There are people who just literally have it in their monthly budget, Aaron, to send me money every month exactly. because of my existence there and they like because they like me and they like me enough that they want me to survive. And so they have it in their budget, in yep. their in their mutual aid budget to send me money every month. That's why and I have I'm a top like, tier on my Patreon. Like I have a $50 tier because I'm like, yep. there are people that want to send yep. me 50 bucks every month. They don't even look at the Patreon content. Right. You know, yeah, I have. <laughs> I have. Oh, I made myself. I made 
made myself a great tier. I have a one. I have one tier that is one thousand one hundred and eleven dollars and eleven cents, and that's just if you want to pay my rent. Like if you feel like you have an extra thousand dollars in a month and you want accept it. to pay my rent, I will do. I will drop. First of all, I will drop every other project I'm working on to work on whatever you need me to work on. There you go. And secondly, like, you will get the satisfaction of knowing that I literally don't have to think for a month. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, it's like... I don't have to worry. I don't have to, like, my meds will be paid for, my phone bill will be paid for, my yep. my internet is paid for, yep. I can eat, I can order takeout several times so that I can actually remember to eat because remembering to eat is even a hard thing for me with my disability. So, like... Yeah. By rather paying my than, rent, yeah. Rather than commenting on Twitter that, oh, you should rest, goddess. You should take the day off. We, whether the, Well, rather than just saying that, like, you need to pay me my day's me, wage so I can take the day off. Take the day off, exactly. That's like, what stop needs to happen Stop telling there. me to rest. <laughs> stop telling me that I need to rest and, like, make it possible. Send me money. Send me... Not even send me money. Yo, my favorite thing is when people are like, hey... Uh, I'm on Uber Eats right now, and I'm looking at the restaurants in your neighborhood. What would you like to eat? What do you want for dinner? Yes. Period. Like, and like, and like, even if they send me like four or five options off the top so I can pick so I don't have to think about it, because this is, this is something that able-bodied people, and this is the thought that I will leave you off on that is, 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 um, people, able-bodied people take it for granted things like thinking, eating, bathing, walking to the bathroom and back going to the bathroom those things all take energy i have myalgic encephalomyelitis i don't have energy to do those things Mm -hmm. i don't have energy to think this me being funny right now right here right now (laughs) this is gonna be i'm gonna log off after this i'm gonna go take a three-hour nap yeah. Like, I'm going to take a dab, I'm going to take a nap, and, like, chill out for the rest of the day. Like, and, like, shout out COVID, because COVID is causing this in people. So if you want to keep acting, like, like if, and this is the message to the people who aren't wearing masks, obviously. Um, but, like, if you want to keep acting like this pandemic is over and, like, risk Delta despite being vaccinated, even though it's causing inflammation and it's causing things like myalgic and self-myelitis in people. And, yes, you can tell I'm getting tired because my words are starting to slur. Um, <laughs> You're doing great. But thank you. But, um, yeah, keep risking. I know, I know you guys want to be like me really badly. Like, I know <laughs> I'm so fucking cool and, like... <laughs> Everybody wants to be like Aggie, but I promise you, I promise you, it's not fun. It's not fun at all. Yeah. No, that's something important to say. Like, Mm -hmm. we hear you talking on this podcast for an hour and we're like, oh, disabled? Really? Okay. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. like, but like you, what you don't see. What you don't see is after you're like, okay, well, that was the day for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. This was it for me. This, this is, is all I'm literally I, doing today. I planned I for this. Yeah. And like, I'll take a nap and maybe in the evening, maybe I'll go like for a little short walk and grab something to eat or go for like an ice cream with my friend later. That's but nice. like, yeah, yeah, like well, if well, only much. if my energy is up and only if I can get out of bed. Yeah. So that said, Aggie, yeah. where can we give you money? Where can we follow you, support you, watch you on Twitch? Oh Let my me gosh. Everything, everything is Aggie underscore panda. Great. So twitch.tv slash Aggie underscore panda. Instagram.com slash Aggie underscore panda. Patreon.com slash Aggie underscore panda. The only that isn't Aggie underscore panda is my PayPal link, which is just Aggie panda. That's paypal.me dot slash uh, paypal.me slash Aggie panda, all one word. And that's where you can just send me money directly. That's, Love it. that's the, the most that's important the, one. Of, that's out the of all best of one. <laughs> that's my favorite that's the one. Best link. That's the favorite. That's the, if you want to put a note, make the note be like, this is for dinner or this is for lunch because I will specifically spend that 
that money on food. Yeah, if, if you, you say me, so, I'm, I will do. I will do that. <laughs> I like, will certainly... I'm happy to order. Yeah. I was thinking about ordering Taco Bell later today, and that yeah. sounds real good. Oh, that yeah, sounds like a great mm-hmm. evening. <laughs> Everyone, you know where to follow me by now. I'm at the Lady Pim One on Twitter. That's where I'm most active. You can also see me on Instagram at the Bed Post Podcast or at the Lady Pim. Uh, I've got a Patreon. It's the Bed Post Show. I've got a YouTube. It's the Bed Post Sex Show. Um, you can email me either at thebedpostsexshow at gmail.com or at ladypim at protonmail.com for domination requests. I'm back at RC, so check out theritualchamber.ca slash ladypim if you want a book, baby. Masked up. Masked up. Mask it up and book it up. It's hot, though. It is. Masks are hot. I think I have a mask fetish now, honestly. Oh, my God. Same. (laughs) Low key, same. High key. High key. High key. High key. High key. High key. The highest of keys. Um, Send me mask pics. Don't send me dick pics. Never send me a dick. If I never see a dick pic in my life and you only send me mask pics, I will actually respond. Like, if you send me a mask pic, I will probably respond. Legit. Love it. Eggie, this has been so lovely. Thank you so much. So much for this fantastic I love coming. Combo. I just love being with you, Aaron, in any format. We can we can be together through the internet or otherwise. Let's do it again soon then. Yes, absolutely. Take care of yourself. You too. Thank you everybody. Hope you enjoyed the episode. We'll see you next week with another fun and sexy guest here on the Bedpost Podcast. Bye. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. 